Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Hey, I spy with my little eye all over the wells. Yeah. Wow, you almost weren't there for a second. I uh, know, right? <laughs> Welcome Josh to Craft Beer Cast. Actually, there's a fourth mic, and we normally don't have four people on the show, so I... Oh, you're like driving it. Right. So, you know, I, I've got the, the mute button mashed down, like I know exactly what to hit and when, and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, we got a fourth person. Fourth there's a person. fourth person? Is it Chris? No, Mark? it's not Chris. It's, it's the, not it's Mark. A, it's the Taco Bell of meals. Wait, hold on. Fourth meal? No. Remember those commercials? Fourth no. meal? Yeah. Uh, of course. Hey, look, Ryan's here. I know. Shit. Let, let's be honest. Better than Mark, worse than Chris. Let me introduce okay, myself. Okay, <laughs> Joke that's never been there. Allow me to introduce myself. This is my His name is Ryan. Myself. My annual appearance on the show. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, I'm trying to think. When was the last time you and I were on the show together? We were just talking about Time Warp while ago. Like, oh, it's, yeah, no, it was just like three weeks ago. No, it was like three years ago. Yeah, I was going to say. You like, just house? Probably. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. I think that was the last one, and I was in the ago, fucking probably. Dominican. Well, that was a, it was probably a year and a half, right? Because it was uh, yeah, a year ago I, this summer that you were gone. Yeah, because so. yeah, I was in the Dominican. So, yeah, it's been a hot minute. So, uh, anybody up to anything exciting and fun? We just had New Year's. <laughs> I stayed at home and drank way too much champagne. Oh, thanks. So, roaring success. That's awesome. I mean, I watched the Snoop Dogg live stream. Wait. Oh, my God. It was a train wreck and a half of amazingness. He did a live stream on New Year's Eve. Oh, what? Just but, him in just his hanging house, out. hanging out, smoking yeah. weed, drinking. Wow, we have so much in common. It was fucking amazing to watch. I was just like, like Snoop Dogg. I knew it. He was yelling at the production crew because they weren't making their marks on time. And he's like, it's not like we're fucking live or something. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Snoop Dogg's on fire. Man, I didn't know Snoop Dogg could get mad. Don't you just kind of like smoke yourself past that point? Right. That's kind of what I thought. But uh, apparently it's, not. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where it's like, you know, Jerry never gets angry. Like he can get like. Escalated, but never like actually. I get miffed. Angry. Yeah, peeved. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very upset. That's well. That's his secret. He's always angry. Mm. Oh wait, that's a. That's a. That's a. Jeff, you been up to anything? Uh, I was. Um, it's been a weird week for me and beer because I was um, drinking through most of my my fridge stash and everything else through like Christmas. And then I got gifted a whole bunch of bourbon. I've kind of just been living there for like the last week and. Yeah, I you, you sent me some of your bottles. I'm, I'm jealous. I, like, I don't even, like, yeah, I'm not, it's not like, like, people that are listening do not get excited. I mean, it's just like shelf stuff. But, you know, as someone who is kind of getting into that foray of bourbon, it's been fun. Uh, I had a bottle of Bowman Port Barrel Finished, which Ooh. was re. that was, uh, so that's a dangerous one. Just FYI. Yeah. Well, and, and you sent me that bottled and bond bottle, and yep. I had no idea what the fuck that even meant. Yep. And I had to look it up. I'm like. That's a whole fucking thing. That shit's strong. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not only strong, but it's like apparently federally watched. Like the bourbon makers have to put it in a federal warehouse and agents keep track of it. And mm, I'm yeah, like, I bet they do. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Never heard of this before, but apparently it was all for tax purposes back yeah. in the 1800s. Yeah. Are, are you familiar with the weird shit that is our liquor laws in this uh, country? Yeah, yeah, so very true. Yeah. So very but true. But yeah, uh, that and uh, Basil Hayden's and um, uh, that Buffalo Trace small batch was like super exciting. Nice. And uh, Jefferson Reserve and Jeez. yeah, yeah. So so now I've got this weird issue of like the normal like small cabinet space that I have for my liquor bottles is now full, and I've got to 
like move stuff like I'm, I'm starting to feel like a real alcoholic like i just like i need to go ahead and, and get the whole like table with the decanters <laughs> and the extra glasses and everything so, i just need to go in civil robes yes yes yeah, that's some right. robes a nice smoking cigar yes, yeah yes. smoking yes. jackets many, many books bound in uh you know Rich in, mahogany, Rich mahogany. mahogany. Yes. <laughs> yes. leather bound books my my library smells of rich mahogany yeah so yeah it's it's been like you know it, it's I feel like I've been talking about this for a while where like I just I don't know if it's palate fatigue or just like overall malaise but like I got to that point I think maybe you did a year or so ago where I was just like man beer just doesn't I need something different yeah no I I definitely got there it's like I don't want you know I don't want like a German beer and I'm not really feeling IPAs right now and I don't want anything sour and I definitely don't want any stouts and like what's left not a whole lot you know I guess that's what I'm thankful for with you know 2020 being stuck at home so much was learning how to make like mixed drinks and things at the house, which I've always had one heck of a beer presence in my fridge, but very little in the way of anything else liquor wise, like a couple staples, but nothing fancy. And now it's like, I've got sweet vermouth. I've got like different liqueurs. Like I've got things to make things with. Um, Yeah. I bought a bottle of bitters and I'm just like, "Mm, okay. Oh, you're a bitters guy now. No, no. It's just like, ah, oh, you know, if you're getting into bourbon, you should do old fashions. I'm like, okay. Bottom, bottom. I'm just like, nah, all right. Yeah. I've only tried one. So like, you know, there's yeah. that, but there's a pro tip. Uh, cook up some bacon. Soak it in your, in your, your uh, vermouth. Give it about a, give it about a day in the fridge, strain it and just keep it in the fridge for a uh, bacon, bacon old fashions. Well, hello. <laughs> yeah, I, I could do that. Can Smoky, you, but not peaty. Can you eat the bacon, like cook the bacon and eat it after? Okay, here's my other question. So it's cooked bacon first, right? Right. Okay, first, never mind. Can you eat the bacon after it comes out of the vermouth, or is it a little, like, probably mushy? I, I, can I, you? Will you enjoy it is another question, though. Oh, yeah. It's safe to eat because it's been cooked. But, right. Okay. It's been packed. It's been, it's been red and sealed in liquor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like me. <laughs> like me. I'm a little pickled. Ryan, Josh, you do anything fun? Uh, no, you know that. I never do. Well, Shit. I mean, you know, it's about that time of year where your uh, non-discriminate birthday date comes around, and uh, true. may or may not be having a little more fun with that in the next show. But very true. We we Ryan, how has this COVID life been treating you? Uh, poorly. Yeah. Uh, great. We we are uh, great. <laughs> Good, glad to see that it sucks for you. I'm glad it sucks for everybody. It's only been nine months, and we're finally like, all right, screw it. We're we're hunkering down hardcore here. We're gonna we're gonna buy beer for local breweries, and we're gonna drink it at home. Uh, A whole lot of that going around right now. Awesome. I mean, you know, we've always screamed, preached, drink local on the show anyway. So, got to do it. Matters now more than ever. That's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So speaking of Wells, what actually happened in the COVID of 2020 year, but Charlotte breweries actually did good things? Well, I mean, uh, a lot of things. Daniel Hardis, one of the beer writers in town, you know, has given his annual uh, write up of, you know, w- what happened in the Charlotte beer scene. And this year he made sure that this article that, you know, is going to be in the show notes has a, a more positive uh beat to it so uh of course there was the black is beautiful initiative that several local uh breweries jumped on um we've seen we've had a number of those on the show 
even had yep. a, a Black is Beautiful mead. That Ooh, was, that mead was that fucking was fire. I know. I, was, I went back to bring it over to your house the other weekend, and it was just sold out <sighs> at where I went to buy right. it at least. No more for you. Yeah, no more there. Or no more at that right. store. Anyway. Uh, somehow. Good, good Road had a bunch as of two weeks ago. Oh, that's, I mean, Which I just be, wasn't at Good Road. That was like okay. <laughs> not. Just a heads up. It was not else. five minutes away from my house. It is really good and should be sought out if you're local. So just put that word out there. We yeah. even had uh, new breweries open up. Some pretty good. Some exist. Um, Edge City was the first one. Uh, I went to that grand opening day. That was just really weird. Like six feet tape marks, like just to get up to the front door. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is the first, like... So what you're saying is where everybody else embraced the darkness, they were born in it? <laughs> uh, actually, yes. What's pretty about Dark Knight um, Rises? That's any, are you any, Google? Any of these, like, newer breweries, I would think, would have an easier time. Like, if you haven't opened yet, what is it for you to go ahead and do things a little bit differently rather than an established brewery having to right. make a difficult pivot? Yeah. So... That was kind of neat, even though shame on this provided picture where it's like one person with a mask and the order taker not. So he's got gloves on. Oh, <laughs> cool! That's that's great. That's a that's a start. At least then, they didn't try to Photoshop it in like it was Disney World. So then, like Sunstead Brewing came and went, and then became what did they Two become? Toucan Louis. Oh, that's right. right. Uh, that didn't take, parrot? and then it was Salty Parrot. Is it still salty parrot? It's, it's been like still half an salty hour. parrot. It it's been half an hour. I haven't yeah. driven by the place in a week, so who knows? It could have. It could have. <laughs> it's, it's got a new name again. Yeah. Pepper Eagle. During the show, we'll, we'll up to you at the end of the show on the new name. <laughs> and the uh, and then the last like Charlotte proper brewery, uh, Petty Thieves opened up. You know, not too far away from Camp North End, and that's got a super cool vibe and like this secret room that I'm just not going to tell you anymore about because it's. It's just all, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. You definitely go there for the ambiance. Are, are you guys going to these breweries? Are you checking them out? Are you? Yeah, I've been to all you, of them. I've been to most of them. I haven't been to the Sun one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's that. It's really tough sometimes to to make it to all of them, and unfortunately, some of these are closing before you even get a shot. But you that's know. the what, saddest thing I've seen at a brewery close. I'm like, I never even went. Yeah. Which which one was in the converted bank, or is that open yet? It's not open yet. Okay, is that vaulted oak. Vaulted oak is supposed to open. Yeah. yeah, that thing that's supposed to open in like the first quarter of this year. Okay, okay. They're 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 pretty far along. They just got their equipment in. Because that's not too far from here, right? Heck no. It's okay. re- it, real close. I was running errands out. If you got to Oakhurst. It's right there. Basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, that's even better that I know. Yeah, it's, it's a, another a brewery even closer. Yeah, it's still very within walking distance. Shit. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of a pro. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course the uh, local distilleries, uh, you know, unknown. Uh, who else was doing this? I, I bought way too much of that good hand stuff. Um, Sorry. What? You don't drink the... <laughs> no, no, no. You don't no, drink no, hand no. sanitizer? <laughs> I'm making a beer commentary. Oh, gotcha. Um, I'm very anti-sanitizer being donated to hospitals. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell. Fuck hand sanitizer. <laughs> God. I mean, Doc Porter's was making it. I mean, oh, I mean, all the local distilleries jumped, in, jumped into that hand sanitizer game when... Stores are running out of alcohol left and right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so you know, big ups to everybody you know in Charlotte that was making you know helping keep us safe. Yeah, it's um, 
it's nice. You know, we always talk about pivoting and, and how important that can be. And in a case like this, I mean, it's not only important from a sustainability perspective for the actual business, but I mean, just, just a, it's just such a big help too. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever need to buy hand sanitizer again. Yeah. And I'm kind of right there with you. Like every time I would go to common market, they'd always have like four or five different bottles of different hand sanitizers. I'm like, like I need all of these. Craft hand sanitizers. You know? Yeah, exactly. That are like five this bucks a bottle. a little more of a pineapple kind <laughs> <Right>. of <hint. laughs> Maybe I'm alone pre-COVID. I didn't use hand sanitizer. I don't think I've ever purchased it in my life. I would just ignore it. Be like, I, oh, I would use it when I was handy. like, if I was sick or like during cold yeah. and flu season, like when I was still in an office, I would use it just because I was paranoid. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of midway between. Now I on me. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like post-COVID, I'm just going to continue to not purchase hand sanitizer. I, <laughs> I'm just I don't not going to use it. I can't wait to get back to licking doorknobs. I miss mm. the taste. I can stop at any time. but <laughs> the, the public outcry is a bit much to I went home and I told myself, Wells, you're not going to lick that doorknob. <laughs> I mean, then, it, if it's at home, I don't really feel as, as gross. As gross. It. It's yeah. your doorknob at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's my doorknob. Yeah. You know what you've done to it already. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I know where it's been. Oh, okay, quick. Come on, keep moving, Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're right, dying so, here. So awards. Who won some awards this year? Well, besides old Mecklenburg. Ryan, you want to talk about that one? Uh, yeah, that's kind of our, our Super Bowl. Is the, uh, it's called the Euro Beer Star Award uh, over in Germany. And so uh, four years ago, McTurberfest won gold, which is a very cool thing to sort of win in their backyard, right? Yeah, 100%. The style was invented. And then... Uh, this year, one again, um, so it was, it was it was exciting. It's a uh, it was you know a bummer to be there. When we were there a couple of years ago uh, when we won. We got a lot of Germans giving us a stink eye about who is this tiny brewery in one city in North Carolina that makes the best Oktoberfest beer in the world. You yeah, like what the fuck kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, this year we had to virtually just uh, dunk on them <laughs> and uh, enjoy that. But uh, you know these awards, I, we always say this about whether it's GBF or anything else. You know. It, when we don't win, we don't panic and reformulate our recipes, right? And when we do win, we don't declare ourselves the best brewery in the country. We just sort of go, cool, it's a nice little accolade for the brewers and uh, a nice little attaboy for those guys. But well, those things are hard to judge, too. I, I, I'm always very curious how, how much accuracy you can really judge those things with. Yeah. It's kind of, <coughs> excuse me, it's kind of like having the best burger in the world competition, yeah. you know, where... <clears throat> this is the really? one that tasted the best to me at that very moment at that point yeah. in that day. Yeah, John, I think you were there. We did, we did the gold beer tasting, right? And that was 20 light beers. And by the end, it was like, my palate's so goddamn fried. I couldn't tell you if this is a Heineken or a Kraft Pilsner. Um, were you not? I don't think I, I was for that one. I thought you brought the resident culture one for that. You came late. I, yeah, That's I couldn't join. I just yeah. dropped the beer but, off. But we, uh, we, we, we hung and tried stuff. And I remember, yeah, I remember like, even like six beers in, it was like, I don't know. Pretty good. Well, and I was going to say, I mean, that's that's honestly one of the issues that we have run into on the show. Sure. Of sometimes we get palate fatigued, I so I couldn't imagine a judging. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, fortunately, we're not uh, this in monochrome over here. What? I mean, well, I mean, everything. Uh, I, I didn't want to mix these up, and then you know. Uh, and going back to domestic awards too. Uh, Great American Beer Festival, you know, Charlotte Breweries took home a pretty big haul again. Uh, Noda took home a gold medal for Gorgeous. They also took home a gold in, for Gorgeous in 2018. So, you know, it's pretty cool to see, like, another Charlotte Brewer, like, saying, this is our beer. Yep. Uh, this is, Which is th weird. This is like, our category. Like, at no point would I ever have said that 
Gorgeous and Noda were the, like the that's that's not what I think of first when I think of Noda. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? It, but yet yeah, that's what they're best. I shouldn't say that's what they're best at. That's what they win the most at. Right. Yeah. And then we've seen a, a town went back to back for the same beer. They won yep. a medal last year for their cruise to nowhere. Goza. I've had that beer. Have you? Ah, uh, I think I need to go get some. It's been a. It might have been like a year since we're I've not had taking it. an Uber though. I, I like not I like you anyway. I like Goza's bit. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, the last couple times I've been over there, it was for their uh, stouts and uh, barley wine stuff. So a little bit more like cold weather fare. I'm not really reaching for a gozo when I'm reaching for a winter jacket yeah, or a coat. Yeah, fair enough. That, well, hey, man, that's what I do at home is my own business. Yeah, well. And last but not least. No. Well, uh, putting things in whatever to-go container they can damn near find around here. You've got a lot of breweries that are saying, you know, if we can't sell at bars, uh, we need to package this stuff for the first time. And you Where? know, we, oh, sorry, go ahead. we've seen a uh, birdsong uh, put higher ground in cans. Yeah, they like, did. Like, yes, like, they did. Like, two or three times this year. Yeah. I can't remember. At least twice. Uh, said they'd never do it, and then it's like, you know what? We got to do something with this beer. So yeah, uh, and I think we all collectively lost our fucking minds. Yeah, when that it's happened. like a, a bank error. You know, is in your favor. Yeah. Like, all right. <clears throat> and then you know, Juicy J. You know one of the more uh, volume beers in Charlotte. That's, you know, they, that went in the cans for the first time too. So a whole lot of other people, you know, jumping on, uh, you know, making their stuff a little bit wider known. I don't know. This was the year of we just have to sell beer any way possible. Yeah, which we didn't put this in the articles, and I meant to, and I'm sorry. <clears throat> but while we're here, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but now in the state of North Carolina, you can get liquor to go and for delivery. Or mi- I, mixed drinks. I don't yeah, know if, drinks. You, can, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you can buy like straight, like, nor do I think you necessarily want to uh, just buy a bottle of bourbon from your local grocery store or not grocery store, local bar. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the markup on that would make it no longer worth it. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, hundred percent markup. Maybe I'll hey yo. Yeah, maybe I'll just go down the street a little bit to the actual ABC store and buy a thing. But I mean, I guess here's the the thing: you've opened Pandora's box now. Yeah, there's yeah. no getting that cork back in the bottle. Yeah, I don't think I, I think we're permanently now going to be able to have alcohol. Like you could get beer before. Yeah, but now I could be able to get spirits and yeah. shit delivered right to my door. And it's yeah. not like it's. I'm going to be able to stock my entire party no. with yeah, it's drinks one. from the bar. It's like one drink per license or a ID holding yep. customer. Yep. Like, yeah, two of us have you're, to show two IDs to get something delivered. You're not going to necessarily walk in and, and get like a crowler of Margs to go. Oh, my God. Goodness, that like, would be I'm, really cool. I know. I, mean, right? I guess it depends on what you define a margarita as. Like, I, I want a large margarita, like a pint. Some of those are sixty-four ounces. I think. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's still one shot of tequila. That's right. Yes, it's yes. The old Chili's model. Yes, <laughs> yes. Here's a fishbowl. You can't drink this fast enough to get drunk. It's not physically possible. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Long Island iced tea with nothing but Coke. <laughs> Man, I haven't had a good Long Island in forever. Ah. Uh, Anyway, so if, if, if you guys got your, your stimuli check? Yeah. 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 It, it took me longer to log into the bank than it did to see that it was there. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, not so even checked. Not that you mentioned it. <laughs> we, uh, of course, got another round of stimulus checks. And then, <laughs> yeah, I know. 
It was laughable at best. But on the plus side, there's also relief packages that pass for small businesses and breweries and everything else. So, Wells, what happened with the Beverage Modernization and Tax Reform Act? Well, a couple of years ago, uh, some changes were made to lower the excise taxes on alcohol production. And those were set to expire. The rates were going to jump back up to, you know, several years ago levels. And uh, a vote was held as part of this COVID-19 relief package to make those excise cut their excise tax cuts permanent. So, cool. Excise tax is basically a sin tax, right? I mean, it's one of those, yeah. because, because we can, there's enough people who will vote for this because they don't drink and therefore that's that guy's problem and more money for my stuff. I mean, it's not, it doesn't tie back to anything. It's not like, oh, but you need it because brewing has this impact on the environment or society in some way, right? Right, it's, yeah, you're funding. It's just it. because we can't. It's like taking cigarettes, right? It's because we can't, right? See, and that's good to know because I never knew what the fuck the excess tax was, to be honest. So it's, It is one of the reasons that alcohol costs so damn much. If you were to do a breakdown on like, what the true cost of like a pint glass of beer that you ordered at a restaurant is uh-huh. the first big ass chunk at the bottom. I'm talking like there's malt and then there's excise tax. Like that means it's the way around. Well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> down at the bottom, it's okay. Yes, fine. Excise yes, tax and malt. Yeah. But, but the point is like, those are the two biggest chunks of, huh. you know, what makes a, a well, I was just saying, I, I know in North Carolina, don't we have some of the highest excise taxes in the country? Yeah, because we live in the South. The whole Southeast has pretty much like eight of the top ten. I mean, it's like Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. It's all the Tennessee. ones. Mississippi. It's all the ones you might expect. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Take me to another place. So when you say that the excise tax is permanent, it's permanent at a federal level, but then it's yeah. still charged at the state level per Oh, yeah. State. I mean, okay. states got to get theirs, too. Yep. And, and North Carolina is still quite high. I mean, does so, this does this help say, as a person that works at a brewery, Ryan? Does this do anything to I mean, have I mean, this? I mean, I mean, yes, it's an immediate reduction in cost for every single barrel we produce. And the more we okay. produce, the more we save. So, I mean, yes, it is immediate cash in pocket. And as I always tell people, you know, there's no pool at OMB, right? We're not putting in exotic luxuries. We're hiring more people. We're going to buy another tank. We're going to hire contractors, local contractors to improve our facility. They, you know, all this money gets, gets, you know, reinvested. Yeah, makes sense. As long as you're not dumping beer. Any other thoughts on the excise tax? We do put it in the pool. I mean, I'm just glad That's that there. it happened. You know, this was, I was glad that when it happened two years ago, and, you know, this this is just a job creator. Yeah. Or a job preserver, at least. Like, Well, by the way, all of this, too, is a move towards the whole alcohol is an evil movement, which is always a slow trudge. Right, especially in the southeast, but you know, going back to the Daniels article about all the things that breweries did to, you know, make hand sanitizer and 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 you know, uh, go to a to go model and, and just try to be a part of the community, try to get a business afloat. Like, these these are just local businesses, right? You know, we're not we're not we're not nightclubs, we're not right dens of inequity most times at least. Well, and I mean honestly, like, and we've had this conversation before. If pre COVID times, if I was going to go to a brewery. I don't give a flying fuck they close at 10 o'clock because I'm not about that life of being out until 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. What? Yeah, so, we, we you know, this. the fact that they close at 10, cool. Yeah. That's perfect for me. I don't know, man. If I can't walk into a brewery at 11 o'clock and drink straight from the hard seltzer tap, I really don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> then you just need to find a better place. I know. I mean, hop on over there. Mm. Put a pin in that Put one. A- 
So kicking right. it back over to Wells. Woo, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I submitted yeah. I submitted like all these stories and like Yeah, I found one. I was yeah, like, good, all right, fuck it. We'll do this one. Oh, we've talked about trademark disputes on this show. It's been a hot minute. So many times. But here if any brewery out there is thinking about like, you know, messing around with a, a trademarked ingredient, it might help to not use uh, the trademarked logo in your marketing unless it's authorized. Because otherwise, it's just, you know, trademark theft and IP appropriation and this, that, and the other. So, Are you shitting me? I know. So, uh, oh my God. The, this little brewery called Sidelot Brewery uh, brewed a porter that they called Milk Duds made with chocolate and caramel. And they even kept the Milk Duds logo and the little. Restricted, they the, uh, yeah, 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 they yeah. kept the R at the end yeah. of the logo. It's like this is this an is intern Photoshop, true cut and paste. Yes, yeah. oh, yes. So, yeah. Th- th- this is why I said, Are you shitting me? Because oh, looking at that, you I haven't mean, seen that yet. No, like, oh, oh boy, yeah. This isn't just like, Oh, we made it with this nice show print, Josh, in there. It's like, We're <laughs> shut up, you, you know, know. It seems like it's been a number of years, but remember when we, we, we. Like, the thing that we begged breweries the most was, like, stop making the, like, try, stop trying to be edgelords. Quit trying to, you know, oh, the, the pan, brown node, the, the, the dropper, dirty blonde. Yeah, like, like nobody cares anymore. Right. Like, please stop that bullshit. Well, yeah. if, if you want to know how bullshit this bullshit is, what is, think about it. We're on to craft beer. That is the ultimate cross-section of... Screw the man, do it your own way, you know, little guy getting screwed, society. And we look at this and go, that sucks. I hope Hershey's, Hershey's puts him out of business. Because that's just crap, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. That, 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 that's just absolute crap. It's, it's, it's lazy. It's not cool. And half these guys do it. You know what they do. They, they, they make it. They make, you know, 300 cases of cans. They're all sold out in 36 hours because it's, ooh, better get it while you can kind of Let's thing. Let's go milk duds here. And then the C&D comes and they go, we'll never do it again. But keep it out next week for Jolly Rancher Sour yes, that sir. will be coming out. And it's just everyone at its own C&D. And these big guys, look, I, I, these big companies are often heavy-handed with these things. and They get a bad rap. But I'm actually amazed with some of these guys that were like, they're just like Disney properties. Some of these things that you see, it's like, yeah. I'm kind of amazed when these big guys have gone, all right, it's time to make an example. It's one you thing know, to I, say- I'm, I'm looking for damages kind yeah. of thing. You're putting alcohol in, my, you know, in a bottle with my, with my logo on it, my kid's family movie logo on it. I'm, yeah. We're going after you. you know, yeah. Nintendo or Disney or one of these guys just saying, that's enough, enough. It's enough already. You know, and the problem, though, is, you know, so they do this. They know they're doing it. They know that, like, there's, there's no chance whatsoever that they're like, somebody didn't say, like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. But they do it anyway, to Ryan's point. They make their money. Which all then probably gets eaten up by legal fees. Is oh, there a it's net, about to. Is there a net positive for them? Well, you know, what happens is the C&D comes out and they say, you're right, no problem. And, and it costs them no money. You know, unknown with that elevator beer a couple years ago. They submitted it to ABC. They said no. They just did it and got the fine. And we're like, cool. Well, it's sold out quickly. So what do we care? Well, yeah, whatever. We just got fined $1,500 for $10,000 worth of exposure. Yeah. Sycamore with the crystal cookie beer. You know, with, with, the, with yeah. the... Oh, the, God, the reindeer I forgot all about that. Right? It's like... They don't care, and they have no fear, and that's more of an ABC thing versus a big company thing. But it's the same concept, which is just do it, and then by the time they come around with the C and D, we're already sold out anyway. But so I, what, what we, and like, now we have this cool like outlaw, like little guy versus the big guy thing going, where it's like, oh man, we got these, look at these big guys coming after us, and it, it's going to take someone because okay, like an but, example of one of these guys and saying, I want damages. Okay, but but like so when say Stone goes after somebody because they're they have the word stone in their city that they're based in. 
That's one thing. Yeah. When you per, when you when you're uh, literally this is a choice, this is a choice yep. to go and and put a major logo on your product, knowing that it will have brand recognition because People it has the damn R next to it. And yeah, you know, that, that, that's the, the most dumbfounded thing of this. And this isn't even them calling it like Dilk Muds or something. You right, know, like right. that could have. Because you know, the they might have gotten too. away with that. Mm, Dilk Muds. And it's not that <laughs> Hershey right. is trying to like sue this company out of existence. They're asking for eighty five hundred dollars, which is what they estimated. You know the take on this beer during these canning runs was. And that's how, that's how these things should be. Are they sold two hundred cases this price? Okay, yeah. I, want, I want that. I want that amount. And well, this brewer's like, oh, we don't have the money. Well, maybe you shouldn't have picked a fight with one of the biggest conglomerates in the world. Yeah, I, yeah. Rip off small companies. <laughs> They're not paying attention. They're too busy making money. We don't have the money. <laughs> like you, you just made the money and you've already spent it. I, you know, I guess what they're saying is it's 200 cases at 20 bucks case. You know, we want we want the the, the the four grand or whatever, right? And they're like, well, there's costs and things and whatnot. So we don't have that four grand. But it's like, well, tough shit kind of thing. But again, like, it's one thing if it just is an overly litigious company going out and looking to pick fights with the small guy. It's another thing when the small guy says, eh. You know, we'll just we'll eat the fee and move on. Your brand rights have no value. Like, yet. yeah, I get the idea, Ryan. I, I know what you're saying. Like, I get it. It's you know the small guy. You know, we're punk fighting the man and all that kind of stuff. But like, when do we grow up as an industry to where, like, we can handle this kind of stuff in a mature way? Because again, and we've said it on the show many, many times before. Yeah, there is no lack of ideas. Nope. There is no lack of names that you could use. Yeah, we'll take a look at burial beer name system. Good like, grief. Yeah, it there's makes no, no fucking sense. There's but... no reason that anybody should ever get like sued I'm lying here on my deathbed eating IPA nailed off. Oh, that's Evil uh, Twin. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I was about to say, that's an Evil Twin beer. No, yeah. no, I think you just Good said pretty much. And weirdly, it's a stout. Yeah. <laughs> it's a maple stout yeah. with hazelnuts, coconut, cherries, cinnamon. And, and uh, milk nuts. Well, yeah. and, and back to what Jeff is saying, though, I, I agree. I feel like we do as an industry need to grow the fuck up, and this shit shouldn't be happening anymore. And it still happens. Like, Worst Beer Blog is a prime example of looking at Worst Beer Blog's Instagram and some of the shit that you see on there, and you go, are you fucking serious? Like, you thought this was a good idea for one reason or another. Yeah. Good like, job. Well, the as, fuck? But as we know, a lot of people who run breweries are not business people. Yeah. They got a little bit of money. Yep. Or, or they suckered some investors. Like, oh, craft beer is red hot. And, and you know, they're, they're, they want to they, they be Greg Cook. But they want they don't want to run Greg, Greg Cook's you know multinational business. They just want to be the, the the cool guy on social media, right? They're not actually thinking about growing their brand. It's just a it's a it's a little it's a hobby. They're paying the bills. They bought a new truck. Yeah. They they they've they've made their goals. I've I'll made do, I'll it. do this forever. Yeah. Stupid fucking people. Hey, I look, my made it. So speaking of stupid fucking people. Stupid or? fucking people. No. Uh, speaking of craft beers booming and growing, what's happening with Voodoo Brewery? Uh, well. They are uh, franchising. Uh, what now? Franchising. Franchising what? Voodoo breweries. But so it's like, more so dog, like... Dogfish Head did this. Did they? Their, their locations in D.C. are independently owned. Well, I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so they had like... They're not brewing beer. It's all just shipped in, right? Okay, but they have stuff okay. on tap that no one else has. And okay, have, so, so, wide on tap so the kind of Dogfish Brew Pub... So to speak, the restaurant. The one franchise. in Hobbit is Dogfish. That's Sam. 
Yes. The one in, there's two in the greater DC area, um, and they're just, a guy went up in a restaurant and basically bought a concept. But, but I'll be damned. But is this, so is this franchising a restaurant-y type thing or franchising an actual brewery? This is franchising a, a brew pub that, restaurant-y type thing. Okay. Because, you know. But, but they're making their own beer maybe? No. Okay. Uh, not at each individual spot. That's they what I want to know is, if I can put the voodoo name on something that this guy's making, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Kind of thing, yep. right? If it's going to be have an OMB Raleigh and it's just a franchise and they can brew whatever the hell they want, and we'll see how it comes out. Like that's a bad idea. It's like rock they bottom. Make they're calling everything pastry stouts. Yeah. <laughs> or just making shitty versions of our beers, right? Where it's exactly. Like, oh, I had the beer. Who's oh, this guy? And like, why am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be afraid of him? And he's he's, he's a, Rain Tree franchising, by the way. You think he's like some hard ass in the brewery? <laughs> right. That's Brent, what I'm Brent, like. Brent Dowling, Rain Tree franchising. Look at me, I'm edgy. <laughs> Rar. Have you had this milk nuts beer? Also, I feel like Voodoo jumping out into the franchising world is about six years too late. Do you think? By the way, their their, their comparisons here are BJ's and Rock Bottom. Bottoms, yeah. Have you been that. to those places? Do you remember been, the beers I, being really good? No, Rock Bottom was like <laughs> I remember pedestrian at best. Rock Bottom. I've been to two of them. That's all I'll say about that. Yep, I believe that's true. I mean, there is well. a reason they are called well. Rock Bottom. Yeah. I had an inoffensive I, beer I, that I, didn't I, do anything I, for me. There's a B, there's a BJ's in uh, Durham. I've been there, and it's I had two of a flight of their beers, and then said, "All right, let's check out them guest taps." I prefer to get my BJ's at home. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, this is six or years too late. Talk. This this is <laughs> this is not gonna last. I think you heard his hand. <laughs> Although today I learned that Voodoo is not where I thought they were. I thought yeah, you thought they would be in Louisiana, didn't uh-huh. you? I did. Not Portland. Not no Pennsylvania. I think. Yeah, they're in Pennsylvania. You know, the, you know the weird thing about voodoo? When I, when I was in D.C., you know, 15 years ago, they were sort of in like the Duclaw range. Yep. In, in the sense that yeah. and, uh, there weren't a lot of options, but voodoo it? was available what, what? and no one really thought highly of it. They well, did a lot of different Flying shit. Dog. Flying and Dog was the other one. Flying Dog is very much in that range as well. Uh, and it's crazy to me to think that they've become, and I know it because I, I see it on Beer Advocate. I see friends of mine getting like, they're, you know, maple coconut barrel aged out. It's like, dude, voodoo. And it's the green wax. And they like, they, it's like, there you go. It's kind of crazy. You think about how hard it is to go from not at all cool to cool, right? It's almost better to show to the place and start over, right? Just rebrand it and start over. It's, well, in, uh, it's a cool right. story to be told in there somewhere. But how did voodoo become like essentially Star Hill when living in the D.C. area? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I got I to get voodoo bottles. I, I, I got to get a Pennsylvania hookup so I can get voodoo bottles. Like. That's a crazy change. Is it a new brewer thing? Is it? I wonder. And I will just throw this out here. We've seen the voodoo bottles at Wales for Wishes. Every year, Mark does an auction for these. I didn't know they made any other beer. I thought they just made stuff. All I do was, you know, like they had a couple things, but they had like a brown ale. There was the donut beer and the sriracha beer. And then a couple other like pastry-ish, you know, type whatevers. Are you about Rogue Voodoo Donut? I'm there it is. I'm talking about Rogue. That's not, yeah, you're talking about Rogue. Like, I'm talking donut about beer. Yeah, you're thinking of Rogue. <laughs> I'm thinking Voodoo about Rogue. Make a there's donut my, beer? Well, there's my problem. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh yes, this is, none of this makes sense. I don't remember. Yes. Okay, I don't and, remember. And Rogue Voodoo. and Voodoo is going to call it just Donut. So okay, so, so, so who the hell is called it Dolt? It shortened it. Okay, so I feel stupid now. Who the hell is Voodoo? It's a brewery. The brewery we've just been talking about the no, entire no, no, time. No, 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 no. For a very long time. I remember like, having who, this sort of who's on first competent lineup of. 
styles, and now all of a sudden they're like the Wales Bro Stout Brewery. And I, I, I think it's, it's amazing. Like imagine if like ten years from now we were like, man, all, all I drink are Flying Dog Stouts. I, you, you, I, I can't trade for them. They're a fortune in the secondary. How like weird that would be, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Were those Flying Dog Stouts made at their Asheville brewery? Do you remember that at all? They put out some like vaguely. This beer wow. wasn't made at our Asheville brewery because we don't have one. I'd legitimately have not spent money on Flying Dog since that moment. Right. It's like fuck you. If you want to dig on our local like beer scene, uh, just fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Like I'll I'll go drink like a New Belgium or Sierra Nevada beer that's actually putting like tax revenue in the state of North Carolina. I also have bought Flying Dog beer since then. Mostly because I have taste buds. That too. Well, oh, uh, you, you weren't a big uh, consumer of the pearl necklace? Yeah, the raging bitch. Oh, yeah, the raging Ta- bitch. Talking again about when, when will craft beer grow up. Yeah. yeah. yeah no I sure. still see those every once in a while. I just shake my head and I'm like, wow. Well, I've been getting... I'm amazed that grocery store chains allow them on the shelves. Uh, I would say most grocery chain beer buyers are not paying attention. Mm, be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised. Mm, okay. So then they're just that unaware? It's more uh, likely they're not aware. So it clears protocol. Okay. It just does. I'm sure hey, well, it cleared ABC or I don't know, TTB, so yeah. might as well. Yeah. Well, it's got a dog on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are we ready for break? Probably. All right. Break me off a piece of that 30-second <clears throat> break. break. We'll yeah. be back in 30. I'm not trying to get sued. It's time for buy no buy. Uh, let's see, Ryan. Do you remember how buy no buy actually works? Yeah, we say if the beer good or not. <laughs> <laughs> beer well, good, mean, beer bad. Yeah. I mean, he he ain't wrong. No, he's not. All right. Uh, so uh, we've got a mixture of stuff tonight. Um, <clears throat> first one up. Uh, so we got a, got some Chuck beer. Got a Chuck box in the mail. <laughs> Not the exact clacks that I was going for, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, first one up is from Academia. Um, he had sent us a couple of those. Uh, this is the one. Uh, this is the one. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The one in uh, Athens uh, where um, Georgia Comforts is. U- UGA is. Yeah. Um, Creature Comforts is in Athens. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, this is uh, Death Ripper, uh, Hazy IPA with Citrus, Simcoe, and Strata. Um there's not a whole lot left, no, but um, I, I like this. It was um, pineapple-y and citrusy and um, probably a little bit of first beer syndrome, but uh, I mean, it's fine. I, I don't think I would buy a lot of this, but for the sake of buying a buy, I will say a buy. Wells? My first beer syndrome is a little bit different than yours. I I don't know. Like I wanted to be a little bit more impressed than this. It was a, a good attempt, but overly safe. Like when you think of just your generic hazy IPA, here it is. Uh, nothing wrong with that, but not enough to say I'm going to buy it. Am I kicking it to Ryan or yeah, Ryan? Ryan. Yeah, what they want a clever beer label. They should have just called this beer a generic hazy IPA. 
because that is exactly what it is. And it's funny, right before the show started, Jeff and I were talking about hazies versus milkshake IPAs and all these things. And I said, you know, I like so many hazies to me are just that chalky, uh, you know, no, no brightness, no pop to them. Just, you know, day old orange juice kind of thing. This is day old orange juice. I, I didn't like it at all. Josh, what do you think? Uh, right there. with So it's funny. Jeff likes the hazy that Wells and I absolutely fucking loathe. Nah, I, I, I can't stand it. But I mean, that's the way thing. it always is. I mean, I tend to be the flip side of where it is you like and don't like when it comes to hey, most. Jeff, this is really good. And he's like, nah, yeah. no, no, no. It hurts my throat. My throat burns when we drank it. Josh was a buy. They heard you say something. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I can't now. That's, that's, Fuck. A, that's a downside of going first. They just like flip on me. I got a rep here. I got to maintain. I got I to make sure that I'm, we never agree on anything. Right. Exactly. Jerk. Oh, look at that. There's a cardinal in the bush. That's kind of cool. Hey, is that a euphemism for it's something? A, no, totally. It's a, no, it's a tattoo. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, this is, unfortunately, it's just not good. It's a hazy mess. It's like day-old orange juice, and it's gross. If they had called it generic hazy IPA, I probably would have been okay with it. What, who's gonna, what brewery is going to have the balls to call their beer day-old orange juice? Or that, too. Ooh. I, I would... Yep, please. You don't need milk duds. You're not out of fucking ideas. We just gave you a free one. Yeah. Copyright, Copyright 2021. 2021. Crap your cast. Right. Restricted, Next registered, all of that. Trademark? No, not trademark. Uh, up next uh, from Wild Leap, Chuck loves to send us the alpha abstractions. And we love to see them. Uh, this is number 15. Believe it or not. Good Lord. Yeah. It's about two weeks old. Uh, number 15 featuring... <laughs> El Dorado and Idaho 7. Um, I'm going to assume that you guys like this because I was not a fan. No bite from me. I just, it didn't. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> uh, what Jeff said, uh, he doesn't like it. So, yeah, I, I do really enjoy this. Um, I'm a fan of what Idaho 7 hops to. This is no I love exception. Idaho 7. This, this. But this series just rocks, sure. okay? Like, I could pick this. an alpha abstraction out of a lineup. In fact, I did. I like this better than the last one, but I didn't like it. <laughs> so do it that way you will, I guess. Uh, it's, again, better. It had some brightness to it, but no buy. Mystery Josh. Well, in, yeah, it's, it's like I, you know, we joke, but I kind of know going into this that Josh is going to love it. Yep. I like this. Yeah. yeah yep. Shot. Yep. Yep. More of Alpha Abstraction, please. Yes. Next beer up. Next beer up. Uh, Ryan brought us a can of opaque thoughts from Mountains Walking Brewery. This is a double milkshake IPA with pineapple, peach, tangerine, vanilla bean, and lactose. Um, and I and I feel like this beer fits into that category of if you like Dreamsicle, if you like Orange Julius, if you like dairy and citrus together, uh, this is going to work for you. I do not like that at all. I do not like this beer. No buy. Wouldn't that well, curdle? Having something that acidic and like just regular ass dairy, I guess lactose is. Well, but I mean, but the no buy. But but I mean, again, I mean, you just talk about like you know an orange Julius, you know, or a creamsicle or something like that. I mean, that's that's right where this is, and I just don't like it. Uh, The vanilla kind of was a a little bit off putting. It's it's one of those like we also have. What all did you say was in this before you put it down again? Uh, Pineapple, peach. Tangerine, vanilla bean, and lactose. See, I because definitely we need more get lactose the lactose IPAs. But I definitely get no. the lactose and like on the mouthfeel, I get the vanilla bean. And then it's three fruit flavors that all kind of merge into one little uh, 
just it, it didn't work for me. I, I couldn't do this. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, Josh and I had this conversation. Uh, I am the same person who will tweet, can we stop putting lactose and IPAs now, please? And did recently. Who, but then also when it's right, I do really enjoy it. It's just so rarely right. I've had some milkshake. It's almost like hazies have a high floor, low ceiling for me. Milkshake IPAs have a very low floor and a much higher ceiling. The bigger range of outcomes, basically. Most of them I have are complete and abject disasters. This one I liked. It was definitely that that, that creamsicle. Um, I I could drink a whole can of this, which is really rare for this style. I'm used to just trying it and being like, oh, okay, it is what it is. Kind of an experiment. I thought it was pretty bright. I, I liked the vanilla that came through. I'm a buy for this for sure. Josh. So I'm normally the milkshake hater of the bunch. I do not like that style a lot. Uh, yeah, I just don't like it. And yet, I love this one. This uh-huh. one's <laughs> really fucking good. Right? This is really fucking good. He's Purvis. Well, well, remember, uh, your buddy in Chicago, Jason, said yes. this a bunch of like, Lactose, everything was lactose. Yeah, everything Lord, was lactose. Everything was and lactose. It, I just, milk. <laughs> I got so burnt out on those things. And I was like, no, I never want another milkshake IPA again for the rest of my fucking life. Uh, and then, do you guys remember, or did I even buy it? I can't remember if I brought it on the show. The Westbrook peanut butter milkshake IPA. Did uh, I bring that? We, oh, had, we had it on the show. Oh, okay. God, okay. That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Uh, uh, so I kind of had sworn them off, but uh, yeah, we're back because this one's fucking delicious. So absolute buy. And we're back. Next beer up. Yeah. All right. Next beer up um, from Resident Culture and Equilibrium. Not familiar with them. Where are they? All right. Doesn't matter. Um, this is their full stop <laughs> triple IPA. Triple IPA. Uh, Untapped called this uh, IPA triple New England. Because that's a thing. Of course it is. Boston, Boston, Boston. Yeah. It's wicked hot. Pakikata yad. Full stop. Triple IPA. Triple New England. Uh, 10 pounds per barrel of Strata Citra and Nelson hops. Um, this is fine. I have no... I have no problems drinking this beer when somebody else is buying it. I also have no doubts that this is probably a 18 to $24 four pack and it's not worth that to me. So uh, I'm technically going to know buy this because I just, I don't think I could drink a lot of it. Wells. Oh, I'm the opposite. Uh, <laughs> again, uh, this, <laughs> this is one of those, like, I think I've run through like three, four packs of this already. And it just came out like maybe as many weeks ago. Um, this is a sneaky as hell. 10%, uh, massive hop flavor. I, oh, I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those like 10% beers that I can just back to back, which is not every single one. Usually I'm like going to be a little tired of it. Maybe, you know, it'll wear on you a little bit, but you know, I can still manage to have two of these in a sitting and and still be like, wow, do I want a third or do I want to hate myself tomorrow? So I, I but does drinking a why third not do both? I was like, <laughs> does drinking a third really impact whether you hate yourself the next day? Uh, it, That's what I'm saying. Don't let me bo- yourself. Bo- both of y'all's points. But yeah, this this was a, a massive buy for me. Ryan, where are you with this? I, I, so all my reviews include a story. 
what else? Young what, where do you like up, a, uh, like a recipe site on the internet? Were you born a Garrison Keeler at the craft beer? I need like I need like eight. Oh, so you're gonna like sexually harass? I need like eight pages. Yeah, I need like eight pages. Fifteen. Is he dead? Get to it. Isn't he? I don't. Well, no. All right, listeners, let us know if Garrison Keeler's dead, please. We don't have phones. Don't fact check us. <laughs> yeah, we, yes. we don't have phones at all. Yeah. There's not. Please take care of that. All right, Ryan, where are you at? I'll on this be wrong. Uh, I remember a brewer telling me who makes a popular hazy IPA in town about talking about making like any sort of unfiltered IPA. It was like, if you're not dumping in just boxes and boxes of hops, you're wasting your time because the conversion rate is so low, right? It's, it's so much of that falls out, which somewhat contributes to the high price not 100 a lot of that's just hype but right somewhat contributes to the price because you're wasting hops basically here's like this when i read you know 10 pounds of hops per keg i want to go where are they because where'd you put them uh i did you stop in the drain when you, when you read the beer like i don't this is not a hoppy beer to me this is a sort of a it, it's a little it's a little bright but look I, it's it's hoppy without being like hoppy that, that doesn't make any sense. Hazies think, don't work for me unless I get some degree of piney, resiny backbone to balance it. I can't just drink fruit juice um, or, you know, Dale Mimosa. And, and this just gives me that feeling. And so I, I acknowledge I'm not the best source for this because I kind of go in going, probably not going to like this, and then I don't. But you ask me buy or no buy, my answer is no buy. Fair enough. Uh, as the resident haze bro that's on the show, you. Besides, besides well, Wells, besides Wells, which again, so as the resident Hayes brothers, there's three of us typically, and you're talking about two of you. So, well, he Stockholm syndrome, yes, syndrome to me, into the point of liking them. To the now, I know that they are good when they're and, good. And that cardinal tattoo, and when they're bad, they're really bad. This is not one of those bad ones. This is a good one. Okay. Absolutely, bye. Garrison Keeler is 78 years young, by the way. Oh. He's gonna die tomorrow. It's not quite dead. If he dies tomorrow, I'd take no responsibility for that. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm sure he's not. It's not 2020 anymore. I mean, Maybe it, it's it, safe. It, if you famously remember, Ryan basically willed my cat to death because he said, your cat looks really sick. Oh, yeah. And then like a week later, the cat died. So, Well, to be fair, though, that was also one of your birthday nights and everybody got super, super drunk. And Ryan crashed here. Yes, he and, did. And there were stories about the snuggling with the cat. So I I'm just, not saying he I just like to be right, cat. so I poison the cat. <laughs> oh, oh, Listen, God. you got to die. I made promises here. <laughs> right. Here, drink you this. You got to go. Drink this hazy IPA. <laughs> I wrote a check, and you're going to cash it. <laughs> That's right. Jeff I next. made a prediction, and I'm never wrong. Jeff, Ooh. next beer. Up the dark turn. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry about your cat. Yeah. <laughs> So Divine Barrel uh, put out a beer called Somehow I Manage. Somehow. It's an imperial pecan pie for you Southerners. Imperial pecan pie brown ale with toasted pecans, vanilla, and maple syrup. Um, I, I am not a huge brown fan, but this isn't bad. I would like to make one small edit and maybe dial back the maple and then uh, barrel age this. Because I feel like... Bourbon and pecan pie goes together a lot better than maple syrup. And maybe maple syrup is like a southern thing. I, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I, um, I'm not going to I'm not gonna buy it. A lot of their stuff I buy without uh, hesitation. <laughs> but like I probably would have bought it if I hadn't had it before. But now that I've had it, I'd be like, eh, you know. <laughs> well... God, Jeff is hard to please today. Uh, today, I, 
I was a little nervous that this was going to be a diabetes fest, and thankfully the pecans were just enough to kind of dry this out a little bit, didn't make it that sticky sweet that I was afraid of. I went into this beer hesitant, and I left this beer thinking like, oh, yeah, I could definitely uh, go home with a four-pack, which is exactly what I did. Uh, A-plus would buy again. Ryan, where are you? Uh, God knows it's a brewery that I trust. And um, it's a style that got me very excited, except the maple. Uh, there's not enough browns in the business, even imperial browns, pecans. That's great. It's subtle. It's not overwhelming. I was fired up for this. Uh, I needed more body on this. It was just a little thin. And because it was a little thin, the maple really presented to me as more astringent than sort of, you know, pastry-like or decadent. It just came across to me as very dry and uh, had, a, had a real bite to it. Um, I, I was... Hopeful for this beer, and if I had liked this beer, I was heading there next to make sure I got some because it is so in my wheelhouse. And instead, I'm just gonna go, okay, interesting experiment. I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't buy it. Josh, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, it's already been said. The maple's just too much. Like, I feel like maple's one of those things that's really tricky to do well. I want, it is. I want less maple in everything. <laughs> and every when I see maple, I, I mean, it's always some, like too some, much maple. I think it always presents it, honey's that way for me too. It's always too much. Some some of the maple beers that we've had on the show have been fucking fantastic. Some of them have been gross diabetes in a bottle. And spoiler mm. alert, the uh Revolution maple beer. It's uh it's a okay. It's a okay. Uh, so th- this wasn't like maple forward. That's what I want to make sure that I'm stressing. This was not maple forward, but I think Ryan said it best. It doesn't come across as decadent and comes yeah. across as astringent, which I don't know if it's the brown part. I don't know if this would have worked better as a stout. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I think some bourbon barrel treatment with this would make it chef's kiss fantastic. I'd like, love to see this in a bourbon barrel and then after you dump the barrels and in the bright tank or whatever, just add add a little bit more pecan to it. Yeah. Because yeah. that yeah. that helped just just a, a scooch more pecan. Yeah. And after the bourbon treatment would that's that would be a perfect beer for me. I mean, like, like this is one of those cases where, like Ryan said, you, it's a brewery. You know that, that Ben and Gaffin listen to this and go, shut the fuck up, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What the fuck are you talking what about, you, you dumbasses? Yeah, so it's like and every... And both it, know more about brewing beer than me by a, a mile. It's oh, like yeah. every time that I'm it. in there and I say hey to them. Shut the fuck up, Wells. Shut the fuck up. They do hate you. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, final beer up? Final Don't beer up. Don't yourself in another brewery. From Resident Culture, this is Define Success, an imperial stout with vanilla beans aged on amberana wood. Man, I tell you what, and and uh, I'm going to steal a little bit of Will's Thunder here. Amberana is one of those that I, I wish was, like the last time we had a beer that had amberana, or maybe we were just talking about it, and I was like, I wonder if you could like smoke meats with amberana. Yeah, we were talking about that last episode. Like I would, I would be really curious to see how that would turn out as far as i know it probably like imparts like super cancerous <laughs> whatever but man it's this is a this is just a really good beer it is um it is chewy it is thick it is an imperial stout um but it's excellent i absolutely adore this beer big bye wells probably i was super excited because you know amberana uh that I just said, all right, I'm going to buy like six bottles and kind of hope it turns out. I was waiting for COVID test results to come back. So I like just like got mine to go and whatever. Um, boy, howdy. I opened that first one once I got back home and it's like, I don't know if this, these six are going to be enough. Like 
Amberana is just one of those things that I've only had like two beers that features Amberana. There was the Bambarana from Cigar City um, oh, and, Oscar uh, Blues. And, and Oscar Blues. <laughs> that collab was fucking amazing. 10 yeah. and, then, and then Triple C doing a, a Amberana beer, uh, Amberana Baltic Porter back in the spring. Hmm? 10W40. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you three, brought that on the show. Yeah. That was so three yeah, beers. Now, I feel like Dogfish, didn't Dogfish Head have a. I don't I feel like they did. But I mean, those are the three that we've had on the show, at least, that have been just three massive Grand Slam home runs. Uh, I mean, this this is great. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you could just like barrel age pee and amberana, and I'd be like, "This oh, is great." I'll, I mean, I'll drink fine. It. Well, way to find out. It's a little flat, but you know, it's like day old orange juice. <laughs> day old. Roasts. I know. Sorry. Uh, this is great. This is just awesome. It's yeah. Ryan, where are you? <laughs> I don't agree. Um, yeah. I, 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 I say that like I'm going to eviscerate this beer, and I'm not at all. The, 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 the new wood is really interesting. I haven't had as many things uh, in that as you guys have, so I couldn't London balling. necessarily say like, oh, so that's, that, that's that's what's going on with oh, that. Crap. But, um, I, you know, it's almost like going back. It almost, when I saw the wood, I mean, think about like Palo Santo, like going back to a different wood treatment, and uh, which I love. I really I absolutely adore. I haven't seen it in a long time when I think about it. Um, but I, I liked the wood. I got a little bit of that almost cedar note, which I really hate in Cigar City beers uh, when they do like the, those things. Um, the middle is fine. The, the body is fine. I, I guess ultimately my review of this beer is I had three ounces of it and I was laboring by the end. Uh, so I, I'm a no buy because I, would, I wouldn't know what to, do, what to do with this bottle. That was a beer that I needed two to three ounces of and was perfectly fine. Nothing inherently wrong with it, but I don't. I won't seek it out. I know what to do with this bottle. Uh, Wells, did you bring this over last weekend? Sure did. Okay, I thought so. But by the way, Wells and I, saw, we did hang out. So I guess I did do something. We hung out. Is that when the tattoo happened? Yeah. Okay. Yep. The cardinal in the bush. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this was fantastic last weekend. It's fantastic again. Yeah. Big, big, huge buy. So it's time for I tap. That's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what would you put in your kegerators, Jeff? I'm going to kick it over to you first. Yeah, not a whole lot of options here, but um, that defined success uh, really stood out for me. Um, just really good beer. Wells, how about you? Uh, yeah, like I'm going to vote against Amberana. I'm sorry. It's got to be the divine success. I brought this specifically with the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's where I am. Uh, Ryan, where are you... Where are you picking? Well, I liked one of the beers, <laughs> so I guess it'll be opaque thoughts for me. Keg of milkshake IPA, and I'll <laughs> oh, see wolf. you in eight months. <laughs> oh, God, I'm trying to think of what this beer would taste like in eight months. That would be a, that would be a grind. Even for someone who enjoyed that beer, that would be a grind. Man, and when the, once those hops fall out, yeah. have I, fun. I, like, I like dairy. Eight-month-old eight orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> With milk. <laughs> With milk. Oh, Milk was a bad choice. Uh, vamp Josh, for a second. Let me get the music going. Josh, what, did you uh, did you tap something? Uh, no, vamp for a second. Vamp, vamp for a second. Vamp. What, vamp, what, what vamp. We didn't have that. That wasn't the show. What's the deal with beer? <laughs> uh, you know, it's always fun watching Josh like scramble around with the board trying to make this whole show work. I mean, you know, it is a thankless job. It mainly because we don't thank him because we don't care that much. But you know, I mean, like he does kind of work at it. You know, 
So, so when there's problems with the I actual mean, audio, it's his fault. When, yeah. When yeah. it sounds really good, it's because you know we made him look good. Yeah. So, exactly. Uh, I've got to go with the uh, alpha abstraction because you love a, you some Chuck beer. That was a banger. You love your Chuck beer. I love alpha abstraction. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> four guys, four di- four different tap nets. It's a, it's a good time, right? Where was Wells at? I, I tapped the Define Success. Yeah, don't look at me. Oh, no. Josh coded it wrong. My bad. Four different, yeah. Yeah, it's four different tappings. I'm like, no. Look, Wells and I agreed on oh, something. Okay. You need it's, to mark it. It's, it's two guys and one eleven. He would tap that alpha instruction 211 times. That's how many times he would tap that. That's right. Fucking straight. And he will today. It's my birthday. It's his birthday. That's right. Leave him alone. <laughs> all right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Yeah, come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. You can find links to our old episodes. Uh, we got links to our Patreon, our Facebook, our uh, Twitter. Uh, you know, interact with us on our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Uh, yeah, and to the one listener that was a smartass and said it looks like it's dead in here, that's on you, buddy. Post fucking stories in there, and it won't be dead. I even signed up for Reddit. Did you really? Yeah. I'm well, not, that reminds I'm, me, I got a. Didn't we get it? We got an email from somebody with their uh, top oh, 10 list. Yeah, we should, uh, we we did. should totally cover that uh, next show. Let's yes. do that next show. Yeah, next show we'll do that. Uh, Wells, where are you at, man? At all the Wells. Ryan, where are you? At Ryan1self. <laughs> Number one. Still one of my favorite Twitter stories of all time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, my my old handle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, had Ryan's self changed it to something else, and then wanted to change it back. I went, oh shit! There's just a guy squatting on it now, and he has, he has seven followers and like three tweets. Yeah, and I, I messaged him, and he's a dead account, and nothing to be done. You can't even open a ticket with Twitter. I don't know. That's an option. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, you can contact support if it's a dead account. They'll give it back to you. All right, I'll try that now. I promise you. I have my name and Gmail. I want it in Twitter too. I want. You, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend. Tell somebody. Uh, word of mouth is big for us. It helps. Uh, organic growth. I love it. It's it's great. If your friend loves milkshake IPAs, send them our way. That's right. Uh, they always do. Bring all the birds to the yard. All the cardinals to the yard. Oh, God. Now I have a fucking show title. Great. And we will talk to you guys <laughs> next Thursday. we're here for.